Hello, welcome to Upright Citizens. Excited to be here today to talk about jazz-based education, kind of what that means to us and what we think we could have benefited from in our own personal jazz-based education. Mm-hmm. Some main points that could really help any up-and-coming bass players. So, what's going on, Ruben? How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, and thank you for that beautiful, beautiful introduction that you couldn't have laid it out any better, Mr. Bob. Is that what we're boat. talking about today? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and I'm. Jazz Thanks, Ruben. Base education, you know, where forever students in this music and in this mm-hmm. on this instrument. That's why we have this wonderful um, platform to kind of like spew everything bass. Anyway, so where do we start? Where do we start? Classical yeah. studies. I think that's the one thing that, at least from my experience wasn't really like pushed enough you know to mm. uh, i actually you know um had to seek it out a little bit more n- realizing that i needed more of that i had to i had a i was you know uh now when you say you, huh? you needed when now not to interrupt you but when you say you needed more of that mm. why what did you need out of it what what were you what i mean were you being able to it? being able to play with the bow mainly you know mm. mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. being able to play with the bow have a little more regiment uh as far as in a2s and different things like that um that comes from you know uh classical study usually that's kind of like uh it's already in the tradition of learning the instrument learning the instrument before you can actually play some music you know what i mean i'll be able to i guess maybe also comes from just being able to play with other people in the orchestra because you know you need mm. to have some kind of te- technical proficiency to play with others you know sure. in tune and whatnot yeah. you know uh i mean what what was your what was your experience with with, with all that yeah I, I first of all i wanted to ask too why do you need to play with the bow i mean ah. you don't you don't do a lot of shows with i know that I, there's obviously places where you use the bow and you play arco but it's not the same percentage of you playing pizzicato for the most part so my before I talk about my experience, maybe you could. Wh- what's your thoughts on why why do we need to use the bow? Well, I mean, it keeps you honest for sure. The, the mm, pitch, okay. being able mean? to okay, play yeah, pitch. With your mm-hmm. with a bow keeps you mm-hmm. honest and knows you know it improves your pitch first of all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it's and it's it's a it's an instrument in itself. I like to say also, right? Hundred percent. It's an Definitely. instrument yeah. in itself that's not easy. One of those kind of things you, sh- you you keep you put it on for like four days, you know, the fifth day you be like, <laughs> it's true. Can I play you got to keep your chops up. Yeah, can I still? It's kind of like the t- it's kind of <laughs> like the conversation between like yeah, the electric bass is an instrument unto itself, just like the upright bass is an instrument unto itself. And to your point, and my opinion as well, is that the third thing, playing the upright bass with the bow, is an instrument in itself, or the bow itself. Yes, yes. I think I think getting that together, um, uh, your arco playing. It's sure, it's really good for when you're going to be playing arco, but so much of that really helps your left hand. Yes. As you were, as you were noting intonation, mm-hmm. I would expand upon that perhaps and say that it helps your sound because you understand a bit better how to connect the string to the fingerboard mm-hmm. in each finger and how to connect those notes. Mm-hmm. Because you know if you let up your, your, um, your tension on one of those notes, say you're playing A on the G string with your second finger, if you lift up that finger just a little bit, and you're continuing to bow, the sound is going to go, it's going to sound terrible. Do yes. you know what I mean? So if we think about that same kind of concept when we're playing pizzicato and that long, those long notes, mm. 
I think that's super important. Yes. So to me, that's why it's really, really important to have those classical studies, which also brings us into focusing on our technique. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like we can get, we've discussed this before where, you know, you own a bass, you know where some of the notes are. Okay, you got a gig. Right. Right. Can you groove? Can you groove? Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I mean, that's pretty much, that's what's going to get you in the door. Hello. But, <laughs> but to get to the next level and keep leveling, leveling up mm-hmm. is that we need to keep working on our technique. Yeah. And that's still today, you know, that's still things that were, that doesn't end. You keep improving on your technique. Yeah, I, I life, think I a think. lot of times focusing on the, the technical part of parts of it is, is, is looking at those etudes and, mm. and having a certain regiment that kind of, you know, gets you in line to learn the fingerboard a certain kind of way, being able to yeah. play it uncomfortable positions, all those kind mm-hmm. of things, but doing it, it, you know, over and over and over, it becomes really, really, um, you, you know, proficient. You get proficient at at, at, at doing all that stuff and familiar um, through repetition. You know, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, one of the points you know that that we put down here is that your your technique can be your superpower. It is your superpower. It can make or break yeah. you. <laughs> for sure. You for know? sure. Now, what do you mean by that? It could make or break you. What do you What do you mean? I mean, lack of technique basically doesn't give you the, um, the ability to, to express what you want musically. Yeah, right? you can't get the thoughts out. No, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I can go from my own experience, uh, listening back to recordings, I can hear my level of technique at that time because mm-hmm. there were so many things I was struggling with. I mean, I could just hear that I'm struggling with the instrument, whether mm-hmm, sure. be, uh, mainly from the left hand, I would I would, could hear that I was like, mm-hmm. I just couldn't nail certain phrases or I knew I wanted to play a certain thing, but I just technically couldn't get it out. And maybe yeah. five years later, when I started to get it together, I'm like, that sounds easy. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I had a little better... Yeah. Um, you know more technique you know I noticed um, that listening back to early things for me uh, right. f- just as much with intonation yes it, my intonation from my early recordings I'm like nah I hear where you're going you know and the thoughts are all there but no it's not it's quite not there, there yet right and, and but yeah. and also it, it's not so much that even just you were farther along in your years of playing but you, you the details those details were uh, became more important you know what I mean? Yes. You know? Well said. You know, yeah, so totally. they were more important. You realize, oh, I to make better music, I need to have these things together. And I think mm-hmm. this is the point we're trying to get to um, about, you know, pointing these things out now for that player that, that you know, who's not quite thinking about it, you know, right now. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah. we, would, we, would, we want to hopefully think that a lot of players out there right now that is hearing our voices already have on this path, right? And they're like, oh, we already yeah. know that, Ruben, but we cannot, you know disregard that there are definitely a lot of people who are like oh i didn't think about this i didn't think about sure that, you know so, and but mm-hmm. but the, the the talking about technique and even classical studies is such a broad topic that we'd have we cannot really get into it here right in a, in a podcast you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i think on the flip side yes you need to have good technique in order to express the musical thoughts that you're hearing mm-hmm. and more you practice technique you're going to hear things in a different way too because your ears are getting trained through these technical exercises that's another story right but you can go too far perhaps mm-hmm. into the technique as well mm-hmm. and if your main focus of your uh education whether that's in the practice room or perhaps at a university or in a lesson room whatever like that it can't be just about technique either mm-hmm. 
which kind of gets us to our next topic here, right. which is because if you can play anything in the world, you might not be saying anything. Nope. It's like somebody that has a lot of vocabulary, right. but not much cognitive Hello. <laughs> development, maybe. Anyways, All kind another of thing. vocabulary so, ain't saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talking loud and saying nothing. Um, but moving on, um, <laughs> more focus. And this is kind of like what we're talking about. More focus away from the base. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. there is just as much development and growth that we can get mm-hmm. from uh, not playing the bass yes. and just being aware in other instances, such as like studying the piano, mm-hmm. hearing harmony, ear training, mm-hmm. singing, uh, things like that. There is a lot that can be developed and brought back to the instrument yes. in a non-technical or not fingers on the bass yes. situation. Yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? Spend we have to be able to train our ears just as much. Yep. You know, like we have as much work to do with our ears as we do with our base and hands. And, and getting yeah. those, getting getting ideas from other people and mm. how to go about that too. I, I, sure. I, I, I've, I've started to, over the years, try to pick um, the brains of other people, other, of the other musicians, even, uh, of how they go about air training, how about they go about doing that. And it's, it's mm. been insightful. I mean, some of it, it sounds the same or what I know, but every once in a while you hear somebody kind of, say oh no i do it this way this way but you know it's 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 a journey it's a, it's a process but at least for bassists definitely obviously getting on a piano getting on a guitar mm. getting on a marimba, yeah. i don't know some kind of a chordal instrument that can you can you can hear you can play many notes at one time hearing the sounds of mm. the chords I mean, we've we've yeah. said this many times on this on this program already but you know you cannot hear it you know you can't hear it enough times <laughs> uh, saying that yeah for sure just go ahead and and get with get with a quarter instrument or a player who 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 plays it well to teach you yeah and and, and just expand your um your harmonic uh, you know scope i would add on i would add on to this too yes mm-hmm. expand your harmonic scope because that helps us with our melodic playing yes. on the bass mm-hmm. but um you know you know the thought comes to, thought comes to mind yeah take a piano lesson there from somebody go. that you know but at the same time Go take a drum lesson. Hello. Figure out what's happening with the ride cymbal, mm-hmm. what's happening with, you know, the basic construct of what a drum set is and what a beat cons- comprises. That's of, great. You know? That's something That'll I've help never thought about doing. Piano, definitely. T- but drums, I've never... Maybe I'm just trying to yeah. get away from them most of the time. I don't want to yeah. be the same room for <laughs> paying them that's for a whole other. That's a whole other episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben well, versus you know. the drummers. <laughs> well, anyway, on, on, that, on that note... Uh, expanding your ears right with yeah. trying mm-hmm. to your harmonic concept and scope right but you also expand yeah. your net your 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 whole musical landscape by just listening to music listen to more music to listen stepping out step, stepping out your your comfort zone uh, mm. uh of yes. listening your listening's comfort zone i like to say right you mm-hmm. know yeah we, yeah there's so much music out here so much music mm-hmm. i know we're talking about jazz based education but there's there's just in, in jazz itself, the word jazz is, is a very interesting word that people don't like to True. always use, but there's sure. so much in, in it. There's, there's the avant-garde, there's, there's, there's uh, you know, modern things that's going with our time signatures, there's, yeah. you know, there's big bands, there's, you know, all kinds of music that you can just take in and, and soak up. I say expand it past jazz, whether it be R&B, classical, bluegrass. Caribbean and gospel and modern, modern music too. Yes. I mean, I th- mm-hmm. I think it's just as as important to to, to hear what Kendrick Kendrick Lamar is putting out yep. as as going back and like studying Marvin Gaye or studying mm-hmm. Miles Davis. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or going back further and studying, you know, Shostakovich things there like that. I mean, 
why not get that perspective? All that music is out there and right. it's so easily consumable these days. Yes. But I love that. Expand your musical listening scope. Right. And I would add too that listening with other people is is the way to go. Whether you're in the car, heading somewhere, mm-hmm. hanging out at the house, whatever. Um, it's just, I mean, it's a lot more fun to listen to music with other people to I me. I agree. There is definitely the introspective listening, right. you know, when we're checking stuff out. But when you're hanging with other people and especially if you're trading around the aux cable and ah. you might you might hear something that you didn't know anything about that could be life altering yeah. and never saw it coming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I most like people have stories like this. I like, like that this. a lot. Those drives, those drives with yeah. musicians. And they're like, right? who's the DJ? I love it. It's, it's, it's so interesting, actually. So interesting, huh? I got a, I got a, I got a lesson on uh, Eminem on this previous, my previous road tour. Really? Got deep. Yeah, somebody that was way into Eminem and I'd never really get, listened all that much and now I'm, Definitely like, oh, man, that dude is yeah. doing some really crazy, interesting rhythmic stuff and saying yeah. just, oh, man. Serious so, anyway, Serious I'll get Yeah, I'll get way, way off on that. But right, right. yeah, and so go listen and listen deep and listen wide, which is bringing us into our next point here, which is to listen and discover those, quote unquote, in-between basis. I will take. I will take credit for that, you know, if just in case anybody wants to come for me. Pat, Pat and Pendon, Pat and Pendon, Ruben <laughs> Rogers, in between, in between bases. bases. What, 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 what do we mean by in between bases? I mean, mm-hmm. everyone's, you know, everyone's beautiful. Everyone's great. Everyone's a, mm-hmm. you know, artist itself, especially in this music, this, mu- this Im- improvisational music that we chose to, to, to explore. Um, yeah. But of course, there's, there's always the masters that we revere, right? The, the Ray Browns, the, the Ron Carters, the Paul Chambers, the uh, yeah, list goes on and on and on. But there's yeah. so many, uh, I'd like to say, unsung heroes or, or, or lesser known. Let's just say lesser known yeah. bassists. That and harken back to our episode, the bassist deserving wider recognition. There you we go. might have even done one or two of those, right? Yes, yeah. we did a few but of those. Go, go back. That's yeah. the early days of Upright Citizens, which was like... Oh, yeah. Baby. Five days ago. Baby anyway, days. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, um, knowing those those players and just kind of listening with intention to kind of like see, okay, what 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 connects all these bases together? And also, mm. everyone has their own little personality. Even though we have a, a role that yeah. we play, everyone has a little yeah. a little bit of their own little thing that that you can take a little piece of, steal For a little sure. bit, you know, and now, and, and dr- expand expand your base, your base centric scope. I guess that's being very specific, you know, to to bring into your own playing, you know. Now drop some names. Who who are some of these quote unquote in between bass players? That, I, I that mean, I have of? I have a, little, a small list there. I have Joe Benjamin. I have Leroy Vinegar, mm-hmm. uh, mm. Albert Stinson, Andy Simpkins. Mm-hmm. If we come to to more to you know players of today like the Ray three Drummond, yeah, um, yeah. I put in there somebody like Red Mitchell. Yep, who's mm-hmm. not you know should be a household name, but is not. Um, right. Wilbur Ware. Yes. Yes. You know, there's just yeah, there's so many bass players out there mm-hmm. that. Don't get talked about enough. No. And we should listen to them. Right. 100%. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Love it. Uh, Cool. Hey, what what else can we say? What else can we say? There's a a lot of education just right there. I mean, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say that if you are so lucky enough to find and hopefully connect with some type of mentor, Mm -hmm. you know, this could be, you know, when I say mentor, and we've spoken a bit about this too, it doesn't necessarily mean you know, oh, this is my one mentor. This is who I study with. I'm only right. studying with this person. Everything this person says is gospel truth, uh, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? And this person has my back. If I fall down, they're going to pick me up. Right. You know, this idealized version 
of what a mentor might be. Right. It's kind of like saying, oh, you're a best friend and you have these thoughts in mind of what a best friend is supposed to be or what. In, anyways, mm-hmm. a mentor is just somebody that, that's there to help guide you on your path. No doubt. You know, and it's and it's a lot of times it's a reciprocal situation, you yes. know, whether you're paying them for lessons or or even them just being around you. They're also getting something out of that. But the idea, too, of a mentor being it could be if you're in university, it could be an older student or somebody you look up to out in the scene, whatever city you're in, mm. you know? So, I mean, that could be also somebody you practice with mm. and pair up with, you know, regularly. Just mm. somebody that's inspired uh, or in, inspires you too. Mm. That's a good person, you know? Like, just be around people that inspire you and you can look up to and get some new ideas from. You, you, you know, I was thinking about that. Uh, it, 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 it takes someone to visit a very vulnerable side of themselves to try and seek out a mentor, I think, you mm. know, uh, indeed, because it's, it's subtly kind of like looking for help or, or some kind of guidance. And I think it's, it's hard to, to a lot of people to, to actually admit that they yep. need that kind of help or that kind of guidance and direction. So it's true. Hey, putting it out Be there humble. i mean even i need to know these you, you need to, to to deal with that myself sometimes you know I'd be like oh, no, i got yep. this i don't need any help i don't need <laughs> same no. same here no <laughs> same here we're you all know. so self-reliant are we exactly we? and it's we okay. go back to your your famous quote what is it stay hungry stay humble and just be cool yeah there's the stay humble yeah that's that stay humble stay we humble. have to understand that we're they and we know i think it's kind of baked in that we know that you kind of have to be a lifelong learner yes to be in the situations that we're in you know there's never that never ends and that's right. part of the beauty of life in my opinion but that's a whole right. other episode i guess but that, yeah, but let, yeah take, you let, have to be humble let that guard down y'all get that that guard down and seek seek that tutelage seek that mentorship as we yeah uh mm. anyway the, uh, the the last point i think we'll we'd like to make sure we drive home <laughs> Sure, sure. And, Here and we go. Mr. Bob Dubuque <laughs> likes to talk about this all the time. Uh, oh, I do. Okay. <laughs> the, un- the university construct. Um, this is mm-hmm. this is Bob Dubuque's word. He's just right. Re- mm-hmm. the university construct. Those who are in the university settings, which is a lot now, should not mm-hmm. be the entirety of your education, of your yeah. jazz-based education, your jazz education. Any, or your education it. in general, education. I think. Yeah. Please, please yeah. Break, that, break that down a little bit for us. What do you so, mean by that? All I mean by that, the university construct, I'm talking about people being in jazz schools and jazz universities. Yes. And this is just my opinion, okay? so, mm. But I do come across, especially uh, folks that are in, in cities or in towns that don't have a thriving uh, musical scene. Mm. I find that a lot of folks don't make the effort to get out of the university, go play, go find, mm. find a way to make gigs in your town right. or, or to travel, say, a, you know, 30 minutes over to a bigger city and go check out what's happening on the scene, go to jam sessions, go mm. see concerts, et cetera, et cetera. I find that it's really easy for folks to get complacent yes. and be like, oh, I've got everything right here that I need. Yeah. I've got my bass teacher. I've got my jazz band instructor. I've got all my friends here. Yes. And that's that's it. But I'm saying there's more to it than that. Yes, you might be paying a lot of money to go to jazz school, quote unquote, you know, whatever. But there is more that you're going to get by getting out in the scene and um, and just looking for more. Yes. You know, that's not it can't be the end of your education to be inside of the university. So spoken, um, spoken by the great Bob Dupuy. You hear that? (laughs) All right. Take heed. Take heed. Yes. (laughs) Yep. A lot of good stuff out there. Thank you. Thank you for this trip down 
Space Education Lane, Mr. Bobby. Thank Bobby. you, Ruben. I appreciate it, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> Happy practicing, everybody. Right, we'll see you man. real soon. Y'all see y'all on the next episode of Upright Citizens. Peace. Cue that music, Ruben. Cue that music. Peace. <laughs>